This week on the podcast, we talk about how to set your priorities as an athlete and a high performer to make long-term success guaranteed. Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Average to Athletic Podcast. My name is Graham and I am your host today. Each week we talk about the most important aspects of improving your life and your performance to take you from an average person with low overall confidence and ability to someone that is a high performer. So today we're going to talk about one of the most basic and important fundamental aspects of success and high performance and that is finding your principles. So I had an excellent opportunity today to speak in front of about 65 young soccer players as a college showcase and there were a lot of college coaches there and myself and the physical therapist, one of them that I work with. Uh, we came and went and spoke on the importance of training for injury prevention and I talked a little bit more about performance training. And uh, one of the biggest areas I focused on was helping them prioritize their training. So, you know, obviously from the physical therapy side and injury side, if you're hurt, it's pretty straightforward what you do. You go to a doctor, you go to a physical therapist, you have surgery if you need to. But there's a deeper thing on the in-between, whether it's return to sport or whether it's training to be confident and competent ahead of time is looking at this performance training and that really spans across the spectrum of your training for your body for your mind for your health training to make your body capable and competent to be able to do what you want to do so everybody wants to put their time and energy and money into sports specific training or activity and outcome specific training and all these special tactics and it's like they think they're going to get an edge they're going to get the latest and greatest things can help them you know jump in front of the competition but what they don't realize is that they are missing the most important principles for success by just focusing on the tactics and the quick fixes. So to step back, we started over talking about uh, what what is performance training. And so performance training, obviously, there's the speed, agility, quickness, power, strength, conditioning, really everything that can help your body perform at a higher level. But it goes to this different, this deeper understanding that it's also training for coordination, control, balance, mobility, stability, confidence. And, and that's so true even when you're thinking about the adults I'll work with. It's not that the workouts look dramatically different in terms of what the principles and foundation of what we're building. The overall exercises and what we're using implement-wise may be different, but it's still working to challenge your body and your mind and your overall capacity by improving your coordination and your balance. And we've talked about this in the past about throwing med balls or doing speed ladders or, or plyometrics that are appropriate for your uh, skill and ability level. But thinking about training your body to perform will do so much more for your overall ability than anything else. And that really all falls into this category of performance training. So there's a, a spectrum of physical development that is really helpful to understand, and this this kind of goes from the zero percent of ability, all the way up to hundred percent to max effort. And so this is one that broke down. The if you think about it from a scale, let's say left is zero percent, right is hundred percent, and zero to twenty percent. That's going to be your physical therapy, your basic practice, motor control, things like being able to move your toes and your fingers, being able to learn your joint mobility and movement, getting all the way back into stability. This is kind of what kids go through at a very young age. They go through this basic motor control. And if you're in physical therapy or coming off of injury, you're back to this. So this is that zero to 20% of physical ability. 
And then once you get past that, there's this 20 to 40 percent. Uh, it's called a basic work capacity. And so this is really where you're focusing on getting in shape to train. And this is where, let's say, you if you go upstairs, you, you're out of breath from walking around or you're going upstairs and you're out of breath. It's not that the strength or that the, let's say, ability and mobility isn't there. It's just the, that the basic work capacity is not present for you to do what you need to do. So this is where, you know, just getting out and going for five, 10 minute walks a day and starting to do some basic movements are going to build up some of that tolerance and more capacity. So this is a really important part to setting yourself up for being able to add on intensity of training. This is one of the areas people struggle with. So for example, running, running is obviously a skill component. Um, but when you look at people that want to go from a couch to a 5k or want to run a half marathon or full marathon, there is a certain component that yes, if you can go run a mile or half a mile, you have the quote unquote skill, but there's a certain work capacity you have to have. And that's starting where you're developing the time under tension and just the the load tolerance. And so this is where people will develop a lot of overuse injury. Let's say it's uh, shin splints or tendonitis in in any joints because they're skipping this portion where they need to just get the reps in, okay? And this is not necessarily, you're not going 100%, you're not really straining, you're just getting the reps and getting practice in the movement so your body is getting used to that. You've obviously, if you've ever seen a kid learn to walk and move, they, they try and stand up and they fall over a hundred times and it's kind of like this, maybe even a thousand times, this is period where they're just getting the reps in and they're walking and teeter-tottering before they're ever trying to run. They're just trying to crawl and then move they're getting that in. Then you get this 40 to 60% of ability, which is the strength training. So this is where you're developing basic skills like running, like balancing on one foot, coordination, uh, all of this stuff that's like push-ups, squats, hip hinging. These are your basic skill movements and you're getting strength. So you're developing the muscles, the bones, the ligaments before you go to the 60 to 80%. So once you have a work capacity, overall control and movement and mobility, and then a strength and ability to load, tolerate load, then you're going to work into more athletic skill development. So this is sprinting, agility, plyometrics, speed work, uh, powers, training, all of this stuff is going to build on top of that foundation. And then finally, you have your 80 to 100%. This is going to be your max effort, your peak performance training, and your competition. The problem that I see most often in both kids and then adults as well as no matter what it is, people want to skip all of the work from the 20 to 80% and they want to just hop back and say, I'm ready to go play. And without realizing that jumping into the max effort training without doing the preparation, it's kind of like stacking up a bunch of cardboard boxes and then jumping on top of them thinking that they're going to hold you. It's, it takes time to build up a brick foundation underneath you that can support the work and effort you're trying to do. So within that, there are three layers of this athletic development. And skill, sports skill is one of them, but there's a deeper and most important foundational layer that almost always gets skipped of general physical and emotional health. On top of that, you have your overall physical capacity and ability, which is basically, I'll get to that in a second, and then you have your sports specific skill. So I want you to visualize these things as circles, all right? So the biggest overall, the biggest circle on the outside is this general physical, mental, and emotional health. Within that circle, you have your physical ability and capacity. And within that circle, you have your sports-specific skill. 
So there's three circles that are lined up within one another. And the thing here is that the inner circle is limited by the size of the next biggest circle. For example, if you are injured or in pain, your physical health, your mental, emotional, physical health is very limited and small. And it doesn't matter how much skill, sports skill or strength or speed you have, your overall potential and output is limited by this pain that you're in. So we're going to outline what these layers are and then we'll talk about different situations people find themselves in. Your general health, this is going to be pain and injury, how well you're sleeping, how much sleep you're getting, what your nutrition looks like, what your hydration looks like, your blood markers, your overall body health and your health of your organs, your stress, you know, how do you manage stress, what that does to you, your emotional maturity. For example, if you watch any of the NFL You've seen Antonio Brown struggled this past year, um, not being able to play, and you can probably name any sport where there's a fantastic athlete that doesn't know how to lose or deal with um, any type of difficulty, and you know they kind of self-implode. That can ease. That's part of the uh, mental and emotional health, and if they can't manage that, they're not going to be able to play. Uh, your confidence, your desire, and interest in what you do, and, and your coachability. So. All of these things matter because if you don't have a very solid foundation for your basic health across all, all uh, areas, it doesn't matter how good you are at it if you're not interested or confident or able to deal with all these other things around it. So you have to prioritize that first always because that will limit everything. Within that, you have your physical ability and capacity. This is your speed, your strength, your movement skill, your coordination, body awareness, motor control, conditioning, joint stability, mobility, all of these things that define what you can do. So this is your ability to run quickly on a field and get to a ball. This is your ability to balance on one leg and not get injured. This is your ability to be strong and capable to move and be in different positions. Within that, you have your sports-specific skill. And this is, I say sport, but... Let's say this is if you're an artist, this is your skill and ability to play an instrument, to create, to use any type of technology, to, uh, if you're playing soccer, to dribble, to kick, to strike, uh, to juggle, baseball, swinging, any, anything you what it is, golf, tennis, your ability to do that thing is built on top of those two foundations, but it's also within it. So that really is the last thing you develop, and it becomes the focal point of everything, but it is not more important than the other two by any means. So a few examples of this are if you have someone that's limited by the physical development, let's say they're overall, they're healthy, they're mature, they're coachable, they have this big potential. So you think about the a circle, you can picture any size and that's your maximum potential. Within that, their health is maximized, but their physical capacity is limited. So they have a smaller amount of physical ability. And what you're going to see is if they put all of their time and energy into the sports-specific area, it's going to be the same exact size as that physical ability, whatever that is. So let's say you, this is where you get someone that's a fantastic soccer player, and they're fantastic at what they do, but they can't manage to, they, they can't get to the ball, or they can't, they're not strong enough. They have all the skill in the world and understanding, but it's limited by how physically capable they are. And... Obviously, if you see someone that has a bigger physical capacity, and maybe they don't, they, they're, they're, well, I'll get to that in a second. But you'll notice that if you are not prioritizing your physical development, that will limit your sports, sports specific and your skill development. 
Within that, you have another example, which is someone's maximized their health and maturity. They're doing great. They've also done a lot of work in general physical preparedness and their physical abilities there. And they just haven't had a lot of experience with this. And so this is your ideal novice in any discipline. They're healthy. They're, everything's going great. They're young. They've got no stress. They've got a, they play a bunch of sports, roll around the ground, do gymnastics, climb trees. So the physical ability is there. And they can make up for some stuff, but they don't have enough time and exposure to the discipline itself. And so that's every coach's dream. Someone's going to just take off because, oh, wow, this, this, you know, there's a lot of room and improvement for this. So that's one where you see that there's no, no limiting factor. It's just a ability. They just need more time and exposure. If you get to the other end of this where the body isn't taken care of, and so your health is not there, you're going to notice that your overall sports-specific skill, your, your physical ability are all irrelevant. It doesn't matter how strong or capable or skilled you are because if your back, and anyone who's ever hurt their back can sympathize with this, when you hurt your back, you don't have much energy or desire to do anything. You, you know, want to lay there and not hurt or sit and not move and, you know, you are kind of stuck and this is also a very similar thing if you get paralyzed right it doesn't matter how good you are mentally at the skill of anything it doesn't matter how strong or capable you were you don't have use of your body anymore so whenever health becomes or maturity or pain becomes a problem you have to make sure you prioritize those things recovery sleep nutrition personal growth and it becomes a very focal point that's where the physical therapy thing is everybody understands that when you get hurt you have to deal with that and so the trick is to look and think, how can I be an ideal high performer? So I want to be healthy, mature, working on my personal development, be coachable, listening. I want to have a balanced physical development to continue to work on challenging different skills and abilities to make sure that my body is progressing. But I also want to continue to work on my skill-specific aspects. So understanding that all of these things need to work in balance and you can't just sacrifice one for the other it doesn't work like that with your body and if you don't prioritize them you will inevitably inevitably fall short of your potential so the whole point of this is to understand that any outcome specific thing and this is falls in the idea of tactics right any tactic you want to work on is a short game Right? You are limited by what everything, you're limited by the principles that you follow. So if you focus on maximizing the thing you like the most, whether that's any outcome or skill, at the expense of a more foundational and important element, you will end up limiting your potential. You can't put the cart before the horse, as they say. And this is true across all disciplines, work, sports, technical skills, even music. There is a... Um, uh, one of the bands I loved growing up and still now, uh, Blink-182, a little punk band. Well, a very famous drummer. Maybe not famous to everybody. I don't know. He's famous to me. But I remember listening to a podcast and you know, this guy like slams his drums. He's been doing it for 20, 25, 30 years. And they're saying, like, how do you, how do you stay healthy? He's like, I just, I take it, you know, I'm in the gym every day. And I'm doing battle ropes and training my arms, my wrists. And this whole idea of if you're not training and taking care of that, even in something like music, if it's physically demanding, you have to prepare your body or you will eventually lose that ability to do what you want to do. So the most important thing you can do to prepare for success is to build your priorities around principles. Focus on the underlying elements that build systems for long-term consistency and success. If you're looking for the next tactic, it may give you a short-term gain, but it will ultimately be at the expense of your health or ability. But here's the thing. Tactics are, are, the, tactics are sexy. 
they promise a quick return and there's like this untouched opportunity in the form of hidden secrets like no one else is doing this or five secrets to fat loss or five secrets to do whatever any anything like that right grow your everything on YouTube and Instagram grow your Instagram following by 10,000 it's all this tactic thing they want you to think that if you do this one quick switch hit this button take this pill you're gonna get there and it rarely works if ever but the problem is people are focusing on the tactics because they're sexy and they're not looking at the principles because they aren't sexy principles are boring they're available to everybody and they require commitment and what I've noticed is that the people that see success from tactics are those that were kind of building on these principles all along and then had a quick switch and change and was able were able to unlock potential and see growth but it's not because of the tactic maybe they did change something or you know like look and do something slightly different but they would not have had the opportunity to implement that tactic had they not developed the principles and built that over time i'm sure you've heard that uh the saying that you know i'm a 10-year overnight success or 20-year overnight success many of the most successful people i look up to have all said that where it's you know they'll talk about you know you kind of took off how how were things you know what was it like for you to get so successful he's like well i'm a 20-year overnight success. We were doing this for 20 years. The Beatles, any musician or artist or or sport performer, like sport athlete, they've been working on that for years. So focusing on that is the most important thing. And, and it was kind of highlighted. I finished up talking today and there was a mom who raised her hand, asked a question. She goes, you know, do you do any stuff for kids with nutrition? And I was like, you know, listening. And I basically she was asking for like a... a a meal plan or something they should work on or follow or change in their diet and you know I don't know exactly what if she knew as how what her full knowledge was but it kind of highlighted this thing as well as I had a kid came up and ask after is like well, you know what should I eat I want to get bigger and stronger and and be better at soccer and I was talking to him like well the first thing you can do and the same thing I told the mom is is focusing on like not looking at a meal plan but looking at the basic thing of you need to get consistent sleep if you make that a priority you'll get like the sleep is the most important thing and the when they within that eat consistently take ownership of what you're doing and have it figure out a way to get 500 calories in a day so just like a simple protein shake a peanut butter jelly sandwich some nuts it you know it's not this idea that you need to have this complex and exact meal plan and everything laid out as much as understanding that there are basic principles for don't skip your meals be consistent with what you do make sure you sleep well turn off the phone at night you'll be amazed at how much more that will do for you than trying to follow some specific thing some tactic right i'm going to try and do this one thing and it's not going to be there but understanding that the principles for success and work relationships sports life they are true and broad they they they're they're not this specific switch you change they're something that is a constant truth that reflects the functioning of the system so for example if you want to lose weight the three things i always tell people don't snack don't drink your calories and cut out the added sugar boom like simple things like that you know don't eat mindlessly don't drink your calories mindlessly don't add in junk food that you don't need it's not like this is some specific thing that's going to change everything in your life. It's just principles for, you know, I don't eat between meals and I only drink water and I, I don't, I cut out the sugar most days of the week. Like those things will do the majority of the work for you. Same thing with weight gain. Add in 100 or 500 calories a day. Don't skip your meals. 
be consistent, get your sleep. Things like that will do the work for you and they don't have to be complex. They are very, very simple and broad reaching, but they are not necessarily fun nor easy. With your health, sleep well and consistently, drink enough water, exercise and move regularly. If you do those three things, you will be amazed at how well your body treats you and how healthy, quote unquote, you are. It does not mean you have to be on a supplement pill and take these shots and go and do this extensive exercise routine and do all of these crazy things. Just sleep, drink water, and exercise regularly. That as simple as that. And you know, I'm not a. I don't want to speak outside of my knowledge base, but to me, it seems simple in life that if you're nice to people, you don't lie, you do what you say you're gonna do, and then you treat others how you want to be treated. You're gonna do pretty well in life, and that's whether or not you're overly, you know, hugely financially successful. You'll be happy and and very successful in your endeavors because you will have good relationships and that's the biggest thing that creates happiness in people's lives. So all of that to be said, what I want you to focus on is finding the principles that will govern success in your life. These simple truisms that are across the board reflective of success and that you can look at people that have been successful in what you want to do and you will notice and pull out these things. They prioritize their sleep, their health, their exercise, they make smart decisions, they don't uh, hang around destructive or toxic people, they learn from their mistakes, simple things like that will cover the vast majority of the questions you have. And now once you master those, then look at the tactics. Okay, well how can I maximize or optimize this thing? But don't skip the principles and look at the tactics, that's backwards. Find the simplest, simplest things that you can do consistently. Once you have got those down for months, for years, then start to look at the tactics to optimize and maximize what you're doing. All right, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your time as always. I know it is valuable. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on social media or email. It's admin at gramtuttle.com. I always am happy to talk and I'm happy to help you work through and find this the principles that will help make your life easy. Otherwise, please share this with someone who would benefit from it. Rate like, subscribe, all that fun stuff, and I will talk to you next week. Take care.